I truly can't wait for the day. Because imagine at 32 episodes, I still get nervous to start. Like, honestly, it, we've gotten a little better because there were actually times where, like, I would actually literally probably do, like, three to five takes of, like, welcomes and introductions before I actually started the podcast. But, so I guess growth. But, like, just now I went to start, like, <laughs> my hand was trembling, like, why am I still nervous to start my podcast? This is absolutely crazy. But, hello, and welcome to episode 32 of my podcast, Diary of a Stone Dice Ma- As <clears throat> It's not my fault. Okay, so, my little brother's been having issues with words all week, and I really thought it was his fault, and I was giving him a hard time, but it might just be something in the clothes. Diary of a Stoned Asthmatic. This is episode 32. My name is Christina with a C-H and not a K. If you're joining me for the first time, I want to say goodnight and welcome or hello again. Jesus. It's like, are do we, have we not been doing this, bitch? God damn. But welcome. And if you're joining me for the first time, nice to meet you. Nice to meet your energy. Give thanks for choosing to listen to me. I always appreciate you guys for being here. And if you are one of my long-time listeners that aren't right now currently wanting to throw stones at me for, again, um, but not, nah, two months is great. Two months is great. Like, I'm definitely not going to let two months pass before I'm being here, but no, honestly. And I was truly thinking about it, but if not, because I did think about it, isn't they weren't the two hardest. They definitely weren't the two hardest, but if I had a folder in the back, in like my brain, when I compartmentalize my life, the past two months will definitely go into one of the, the hardest, like, one of the hardest folders. Like, I've actually been in shit street and complete shambles for the past two months. Like, and I mean, May really down, but you see, April, April was hard as fuck. I'm not even going to play with y'all. Like, April was actually hard as Russell. Um, and not in too bad a way, but it's just, it was just a bit difficult, you know? And as y'all know, I always long to be here. Much occurred, but much wasn't happening to bring a lesson. I was more just kind of experiencing life at that point. So I didn't really feel like I had lessons I wanted to share. Because remember a while back we talked about how we don't want to drift too far. Well, it is a journal and a diary that we didn't want to drift too far away from uh, the purpose, the main purpose that and the intro, the drive and the reason why we do this, which is to share, to solve a, a lesson, right? Like a point, like it's not a class, but you know what I mean? It's to have a reason for being here like you know what i mean something to take away right that's how we put it something that you still take away from the conversation because it's a conversation which we're getting to my shoulder because somebody i got some hey out of here grinning full like i don't know no way y'all then i really get feedback from every podcast it's really made me feel sweet but before more than sweet i really feel on the clothes because <laughs> it's really, i just really really feel like i was being here talking to myself but um so when i really get realistic listeners to interact with me and give me really positive feedback even and not necessarily negative because i want to call it negative feedback but even if they have a constructive criticism point about the podcast i always love that it just the mere fact that people are listening i have something to say it's always a great feeling but i wanted to give you disclaimers that essentially because as you guys know i moved back home so i'm not living by myself and hey brother with all the love in my heart them days of me literally just waiting up until the 11 o'clock every or 12 o'clock when everybody's sleeping to do the episode them days dead like i am so sorry i rather apologize to you niggas for noise in the background than to just be idling uh it's got sleep together and while i don't believe in oh that's so funny it ties into our episode slow it down and I, that's what i want to say i don't believe in, my perception of age is personally i think different to the average person's perception of age 
again up there chief and i ain't got time to be signed up at 11 30 all kind of count 12 o'clock doing what and i have work the next day <laughs> you understand it's not it, it's also not a weekend also i don't know this how i know you know you're an adult right saturdays you just don't even be looking to fucking go on there so because for some people who and i if there's one thing i realized from listening to the last episode is i do a ditch it really got slow down how i speak but for people who work to like six day weeks, where Saturday, like a weekend is not really a thing because they were on Saturdays, you know? Saturday nights is be the only fucking night that you get to sleep before an alarm chief and sleep late. And then sometimes because your body is. Because at first, I used to go a lot on Saturdays because it's, you know, it, oh, you get to sleep late. But then when I realized that my body clock does not allow me to sleep past a certain time, I did that, chief. Now I even try to go sleep as early as fucking possible on Saturdays because I want as much sleep because I be tired and I don't have to put on an alarm. I can sleep as long as possible that my body will let me, right? Because I will want to sleep till 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. My body, my body clock is not going to allow me to do it. I'll have to get up and do something and then go back to sleep at, at 10, right so i say all that to say i i i just would apologize to the nice i already gave everybody the heads up that i'm about to do the podcast and they would try to be as quiet as possible but like my to be fair my parents working out and my brother um still will move around denzel will still move around so like come on you can't expect people to cancel their lives too right so i am sorry if y'all hear some extreme noises in the background because my family is still being themselves and being individuals <laughs> And living their best life. And I just, I told them they don't have to stop anything. Just if they want to give that consideration, I appreciate that. But that's just the, um, the sacrifice I would have to pay for being, not really a sacrifice, but like, it's just, it's just what it is, right? Also, the rain was falling. So if you hear some drips in the background as well, too, that's probably what it is. But I hope you guys have been good. Um, I know I usually come here and say I've been good, life has been well, but nah, life really was kicking my ass for the past two months, man. I was really fucking going through it. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't fall fully apart, but I did start to fall apart. And not to, to be sound too depressing, like, I mean, but it was, it was rough. I'm not going to lie, but I am here. I am here. <laughs> I am alive. And I am trying my absolute best to continue doing that but work is great as per usual that's one thing and i realized you know what's really funny i see the um analytics obviously for my episodes and at that episode as per where like i really went off being and i know i was annoying in that episode like i know my voice was annoying in that episode that has like some of the least listens and i find that so funny hello salem my brother called it imprinting, but Salem has recently become very cuddly. And um, while I like it, it's very new because he was not a very, sorry, affectionate. I just hit the thing, the phone was on. He was not a very affectionate cat originally. So this switch to becoming extremely cuddly and in my personal space is very strange. I like it, but it's still a bit strange. It's more than usual because obviously he would come and love me up. But anyway, because he was in my ear just now. Oh, geed Salem. You remember lost my train of thought. What I was talking about there? So God Salem. <laughs> what was I talking about? What was it? Ta- now again, come back to me again. Come back to me again. Come back to me. I was talking about life and it not being too hard. I brought up something about no bike. I really can't. Salem, that's okay. That's okay. We'll get into the episode. We'll get into the episode if anything. I was still trying to figure out. Like, a part of me still trying to figure out what it was I was talking about. But sorry. 
And again, Newton, if you're not joining for the first time as well with this episode, I am so sorry. I'm really trying to get better at it, but I always do have to come and apologize for losing my train of thought. I hope it doesn't for Oh yes, we found it back. We was talking about the as per we was talking about the as per episode having the least listens right. That's so funny because it came back to just something that would be annoying my um my listeners. But essentially, I just realized like, that as per um, that as per episode, don't have a lot of listeners. And I don't know that I feel like my voice was annoying in that episode. I even apologize for it. I even apologize in that episode that um, I feel like this might be a little annoying. So if you didn't make it through the episode, I totally understand. Like, that's quite understandable. I don't even know if that's my episodes I'm ever going to listen back to. Because like I, was, I said earlier, I listened back to the episode because... um, And I really hope this is his name. I told him that I hope this is his name, but... I was just because I do not have my Instagram notifications on, right? Like, and I don't think I can turn them on either. But anyway, um, I just went on Instagram for something to probably look for somewhere to eat. And I saw a message. So, point is, I went in my Instagram messages and a gentleman by the name of Danny. I hope that that's his name. Danny, I really hope that that's your name, huh? Because uh, I sent, I told him in a, a message, I hope that that's his name, but I do in the podcast, I do in the episode now before he, I listened back to his response, right? But I do think it's Danny. And I went to see one of the most touching messages that I have ever gotten, like truly in my life. Like you see when people really take the time to acknowledge your art and your craft and what you do. Like, I, that's, that's mind-blowing, man. That's an amazing feeling. And it was so unexpected. Like, I really did not expect um to see it. And it was just a very thoughtful message. And I appreciate that so much. So thank you, Danny. And I wanted to shout out Danny tonight on the podcast. Because that's some real shit I appreciate, man. <laughs> like, that's some real shit. That shit had me smiling so big. Like, that shit made my night. And I appreciate that. I truly, truly do. So I wanted to start tonight's shoutouts because y'all know that we always outdoor oh, hard boy. That we always have a shoutout list. And I really was planning together, but I do feel like I shout out most of the people that I've interacted with. Um that I want to for the podcast so far. If anybody else calls me you now, I just put it in the epi- in the next episode. But tonight's shout out is mainly just Danny Man. Always love listener love and haha <laughs> listener love. <laughs> But yeah, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you. So get him more into just our slight intro. So the past months, like I said, absolute shit, especially with it being the retrograde. If you know if you're into that, the retrograde was it was a hard retrograde for me, but I feel like I came out well. I came out victorious and I came out well. And I feel good. I feel good. I feel grateful for the things that I learned in the past two months. And I'm glad that I'm here. I always tell people all the time, even sometimes when I think back about the, some of the things that cringe me like things that I did when I was younger or even sometimes I've had like I said I wanted to listen in the previous episode I said I wanted to listen back to some of my older episodes and even as some of the things cringe me like I don't ever regret anything I don't I do not regret anything that I've ever done because I feel like it made me the person I am today or it is a result of of, of things in my past you know so I, I wouldn't re- it's nothing that I could do to change that so moving forward, I did notice, and I wanted to remind y'all that I promise is a comfort to a fool, because I have here that I promised to finish read the book, The Mountain Is You, and I come back and do this episode based around that. 
but I did finish the book. However, that was literally probably a book or two ago in the book club. So now my mind did um fast forward to something else. And, <clears throat> excuse me, in terms of the book in my mind, because at that time the book was still very fresh in my mind when I did that episode. And I wanted to go back to reading it, but honestly, my laptop was just in the car and I was just too lazy to get it. But I did say I can give a synopsis and I still will give a deeper synopsis and it will probably come into play with another topic that I have naturally but essentially because I still will give a synopsis of it I did say I would but essentially the book The Mountain Is You was just talking about how the perspective it gave was that a lot of the times we think that we have to overcome something else or we have this mountain to overcome to then us being the most optimal person that are achieving things that we want to achieve so for a lot of people it's like um Go, they have weight goals, like you know, they have weight goals, they have job goals, career goals, or like even in the thought of a problem they might have to get over for themselves, right? Um, the book was just talking about how everybody keeps thinking that the mountain they have to overcome is something else, when really and truly the mountain you have to overcome is yourself and your thoughts and your limitations that you put on yourself. That's essentially what the book um, was talking about. And it was just, I found that very interesting because it was really true. Like a lot of the times we think it's something else that we have to do and overcome when really and truly is just our perspective on it and the way we address it and the way we go about dealing with it or our, our thoughts, like I said, directed towards it, which is perspective, that is the mountain, right? So at that time, it was like, I really wanted to divulge into it more and I still do, but I didn't want to just not address it because I did promise <laughs> at least that I would come and address in this episode. So that's essentially what the book was about and what I was trying to say directed to that in the previous episode, that a lot of the times we think that there was this other, this whole, this thing we have to overcome that is external to us when really and truly it is in us and it is us. The mountain is just us and our mentality, right? So that was that I wanted to address um, accidents. So I got ahead and so that's another reason why... Right, because I have my little book here of notes of things that I want to talk about. So I got in a slight, not a slight fender bender, but I got, yeah, it is a slight fender bender, but I got in an accident about right now, four Wednesdays ago. Yeah, it would have been four Wednesdays ago by now. And it's been a horrible situation just because this person specifically does not have insurance. And they gave me the runaround from inception, and it's just not been a great experience. So just having to battle that has been absolute shit. And I just want to come and say, if you don't have insurance, like, please at least be willing to assist the person in addressing their damages. Because obviously my car is damaged. So, because I would not come here and bash you for not having insurance. Everybody's life is theirs. And every even though that's illegal. And I really do encourage you to have insurance. Even though I know it's not the best thing. And everybody thinks it's a scam. Like, you could be, you could cause serious injury to a family. And I keep saying, so I saying this, I keep saying about this individual, right? It's only by the grace of God that it was not more serious. If they had damaged me or the... Because I had a passenger at the time. The person that was in my passenger seat. And we were in the hospital. Like, they, they, this person... What is that? Oh, my father is making a shake. He did actually tell me that he wanted to do that. And these fucking ass dogs in the background, yes? I think... Okay. Let's give them two seconds. Jesus Christ. If these dogs get too bad, they can start this episode, though. Real thing. I can't deal with that. These ones don't usually go too long, though. There we go. I hope the other ones don't start up, though. The other ones are really bad. Remember, I apologized for those ones in the previous episode. 
and they didn't act up so okay so yeah um what was i talking about what was i talking about right just in terms of that person if me and my passenger at the time i got in a serious accident that they would not i don't know how they would address that you know what i mean they would not have the coverage to address that and please understand that that's one thing that your insurance covers if you have to really seriously injure somebody in an accident, unfortunately, your insurance will cover that. Regardless of your premium going out or whatever, you could address that after. But if you had to put a family or somebody seriously engraved in danger, you know what I mean? Like, that's something your insurance will cover. So it's just been a horrible experience, and I can't wait to finish due with it, right? So, yes, there's that. What's next? Um. Oh, I keep... Last episode, I remember mentioning that I don't like when I feel like I listen back to an episode and my father's going with the shake again. That's okay. We're not going to die. Glad that he's been healthy. And like I said, this is just the price to pay of deciding to do the episode at this time and not later in the night because I choose not to stay up that late, right? So I appreciate you guys being patient. Again, I don't think I should take that long. And what's funny is, like, Dizzy Raw Uncut. Imagine we're going to reach days where, like, we can look back and laugh at this. And it, we will probably can't imagine that we let that happen. Because we'll be set up in our soundproof rooms with our big headphones and our nice mic- professional microphones. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But all this is part of the journey. All this is part of the cut, right? All this is part of it. So I don't mind. Like, honestly, I truly don't mind. I just, I apologize if it causes you, like, if that annoys you to the point where you don't want to listen. Like, that's quite fine. Like, I understand. Right? But, yeah. So, um, last episode, I was just talking about how I don't like to listen back to previous episodes and don't feel like I've changed. And one thing that I just wanted to talk about specifically today in this episode was that I'm so proud of myself because that previous episode um did have some things when I listen back that I really feel like I tended to for my life in pertaining specifically to minding certain jerks in my life and addressing them. And I feel like I've I feel very, very proud about that. I really do. I really do. It wasn't all against so all this took place in the last two months and it wasn't all roses all the time but um it yeah it occurred it yeah so i was looking for the rain and deciding as well to if if the rain comes on too hard if i'll stop the episode <clears throat> but yeah so i feel really good about that i feel good about implementing boundaries as well for the past two months which is another reason why it was so rough but i feel proud about that saw the fruition of that again that was something that was not roses at all but again we couldn't afford floods and i have that here we missed a flood bitch like again we talked in the previous episode just about um not having any money to address floods and i i really proud that i feel like i avoided a flood and i'm proud of myself for that right so last thing i want to talk about before i get into slowing it down which is the main topic for our journal entry tonight, because that's another thing I picked up. Because so Danny, the guy that I showed out earlier, Danny mentioned the specific episode that stood out to him. And when I listened back to that episode, I felt good about the episode. That was a good episode. And I also realized to just certain things you picked up from... I cringed at the end of that episode, though. I'm so glad I stopped doing that. But <laughs> the one thing, um, in terms of calling them journal entries, remembering that. But so one thing, the journal entry tonight, the title for the journal entry specifically, and the takeaway is gonna is coming from slowing it down slow it down not just our speech but slow it down and we'll see how we get into that the context i'm talking about that in 
But the last thing I talked about, um, any pre- one of the last things I mentioned in the previous episode, these are the ones that don't stop now, but these is the ones that does, I feel didn't, I was going to say this do crap, but I don't want to do that to my neighbor. That's actually animal cruelty and I wouldn't put that on her. But them niggas just be off a bean dog. Real thing. Real fucking thing dog. I don't know what them. <laughs> But anyway, this episode tonight might not be too long. But right, um, before we get into the contest of Sunday Dog, one of the last things I mentioned in the previous episode was just about checking certain drips, right? And the context we brought it up in was in terms of health, in terms of like dental work and stuff like that, blood pressure and stuff like that, relationships, things that are happening, and then like physical stuff in your house and stuff. And something that more recently, I think it was last week that I did, that I wanted to mention that I think is a drip that a lot of people, I think, still find taboo, is STI and HIV testing. So because of my day job, that's so funny. No, I'm not, like, not a prostitute. It's so funny. It's just so funny to learn that this is going to be going because I always started. But because of my 9 to 5, during the week, I have to get doctor days annually. I like we, everybody in the company has a specific doctor there that annually that you have to go and check, right? Just to make sure your health is up to par and to see if anything is happening with you, right? So when I went to do my doctor day, which is another thing I'm very, 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 very grateful for. I'm in good health and well-found strength so far. I mean, I ain't getting no calls back yet, but um, so far in the initial checkups and stuff, everything's fine. And I really appreciate that to be in good health is a blessing and I appreciate that. So while I was there, um, they had to take blood. And personally, before, like, I've never had blood taken before. I've never given blood. I've never had blood drawn. I've never been in serious accidents. I have a blood transfusion, be under no sort type of needles, anything like that, which is, again, another blessing at 28. I am very blessed. That is a blessing, and I give thanks. So they had to take blood, and I was scared as shit. And I have no 26 tattoos, and I know, like, even my brother, when I told Denzel the situation... He was like, dog, well, you got so much tattoos. And I know that. Even the doctor, I think she rolled her eyes and thought I was fucking wrong. Went, dog, I started to shake. Like, I started to cry real bad. <laughs> I started to cry so bad. Yo, I was so fucking scared. I was real. I was so scared. I was real scared for true. I started to tense up because just the thought of a blood. And I used to hear stories of people talking about how big a blood needle is. And I was just like, I, so I've never, um, on any of the previous testing I've had, because I've been tested before was always a prick, like, rapid testing. So, it was just a finger prick. I'm going for the cut, dog. What the fuck you mean? Like, I was never, you know what I mean? So, that was a very um interesting experience. <laughs> but, but i glad I went through it. Uh, it's not as bad as I thought it was. It really was not as bad as I thought it was. It's not something that I would choose to do. Um, It's still a bit uncomfortable. Because even thinking about it, it all got me cringing a little bit. But, um... It wasn't horrible, right? A tattoo is definitely worse as well. I'm not going to lie, right? But still, the process is not something I would choose to do. Um, So when she did that, and I keep telling people I feel she tricked me and all, but I think I just misunderstood her. So when she took the blood to test um, just generally my health and make sure that everything was good, I asked her because, you know, it's not it's been a while, but I used to do a lot more testing, especially in school because it was free. So I used to get tested frequently. But since I came home um, and I was looking out for it because before I know they used to do like the rapid test drives during HIV awareness month. I they would have like these pop-ups by like banks and stuff where you could go and get a rapid test. And I was looking for that since I came back home, right? 
But um, I did say that I was due. Like, even in my, like, earlier I was saying, all right, Chris and I for testing. And that's the next thing. I know a lot of people do not have conversations around testing. And like I was saying, find it a bit taboo. But at the end of the day, regardless of if you, you do not have to be living what you think is quote unquote reckless. Because that definition could be very relative. But I don't think you even have to be living reckless just to make sure that you're fine. I think they want you especially active, like you should be getting um a certain level of testing and what's not, right? Um, not to get too much into my personal business, but I always tell you guys I come here and I be raw and kinda of vulnerable with you. But personally, like I'm very into using condoms, you know what I mean? Like everybody has their life and the what's not, but as it is for me right now personally, like because I don't like the idea of birth control and stuff like that, I'm I kind of stuck with condoms. So I personally use condoms a lot. But even with that, you know, you should still make sure that you're good. So long story short, I asked the daughter if she could have just tested the blood as well. Like, I went to kill the eight birds with one stone. You know what I mean? So I was like, yo, Dan, killer, mafia, chief, you could test that here for STIs too. And she was like, yes, 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 my G. We could do all that. So I said, yeah, you know what I mean? Get about all the results one time. You ain't got to come back and do that. You know what I mean? Because I also wouldn't have to pay for it. I went to polyclinic, right? So that next thing. Because I, I did think about getting the blood work done this year. But I, I had to budget for it. Because getting a full blood workup is a bit of money here in Barbados, right? So unless you go and sit on a polyclinic. I don't think they did. Well, yeah, you could go and sit on a polyclinic. But again, you don't want to sit on a polyclinic. Oh, fucking day. I ain't got time for that. So... She said, all right, yeah, we could do it before you go. So I was just like, all right, cool. So long story short, she just took me somewhere else and I had to get more fucking blood taken. We were a bit prepared at this time, but still, Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? But long story short, back up with Jesus Christ. What's the size of this shit? I'm in front of Mecca. You can't wait for my time. Mecca and Wawa's for shit, brother. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, God damn, like, all right, we ain't get down inside. We just use these things to drink water and pull these bits. That's all. We ain't gonna date. Even though I don't think it's that low, they think you can still hear me over it, actually. I think maybe I should even talk through it to assist. But yeah, long story short, um, when we got when I got it done, I was very glad still that I, I still feel like I killed all the birds in one stone doing it there. Um, came back good, feeling great, but I just wanted to bring that up as well. Like, I know it's, it could be, it is scary. Not it could be, it is scary. The thought of it is scary. The idea behind it is scary. I know it could be scary. Um, if you have a partner, it's something that I suggest you to do together, even though that could be shaky. I don't know. Like, that's up to you. But regardless, um, I just wanted to come and give some encouragement with that. I say, like, as you get older, like, being an adult, I know everybody wanted to be an adult, especially with kids. But these, I think the, this is not especially with kids. I mean, like, especially having been a child. You know, you're being a child, you want, yeah, excited to be an adult. But all of this and this, res- I think this comes with the responsibility of being an adult. You know what I mean? Um, you know, a lot of people, that phrase from Spider-Man, where Ben's, Uncle Ben was told him with great power comes great responsibility. I think um, with the power of being a, an adult, you have to be responsible. So um, I know if you, and I hate saying, um, oh God, every time I say, um, I just remember my, I, I get Toastmaster flashbacks if you've ever done that class. But nah, essentially, I just wanted to give that reminder, give a little encouragement. If you feel a bit weird about it, like, I know it is a weird idea. It's how this half an hour of fucking talking, and I didn't really get into the entry. Yeah, the entry is not too, too deep, though, so I think it was still balanced out, right? But essentially, um, go get tested. <laughs>
okay, go get tested, make sure you're good, make sure you're good because I mean, and that's what comes, it, it comes back into to the whole thing too when I got in the accident with my morals. I know a lot of people don't got the same morals, but to me personally too, like, for me, you how I I couldn't live with knowing like like suppose you get saying you just go around giving people to me it's not fair you know what I mean I feel like you gotta be so fucking cool to know you got saying I still girl because obviously you know if you if you find you got saying you gotta live a certain way no you know you gotta live it and it's not it's not to bash it's not to judge it's not a judgmental conversation again it's just about being realistic because we're all adults well I hope we're all adults I mean if you're fifteen sixteen listening to this conversation uh does I think. It still applies, but you are also a minor, so maybe you can get somebody to go with you if you have somebody that you trust, an adult that you trust. Because if you're sexually active as a minor, then this again just... So I think instead of saying it comes with the responsibility of being an adult, it just comes with your responsibility of being sexually active, right? Because I would like to sit here and say we're all adults here sitting to this conversation, but I don't know the depths of which my podcast reach. I don't know who's behind... Um, the devices listen to this podcast. I don't know the ages, so I will say that if you are of a certain younger demographic and you're sexually active, to make sure you're being safe. And if you are, even if you are, that's what I'm saying. Like even if you are, because the conversation came up even with one of my friends previously, uh, just about getting tested, even in monogamous relationships. And for me, that's still a weird concept to draw grasp. So I'm not gonna really get into that because that's still kind of fucked up to me but this is just the reality of being sexually active right so if we're all adult for the ones that are adults here um you're an, you're an adult you're sexually active too just this is the responsibility of that so this is a fear you can't you can't live your whole life in fear of that you can't right because i was saying the guy that hit me that doesn't have any insurance that he being a cunt and I don't know how you can morally live like that. So for me, it's a situation where you want to make sure you're good so that you could continue forward being good so that you know if anybody come on you with any cunt, you know that it's them and you could do what you got to do accordingly. But then I don't want to address it like that because everybody isn't purpose isn't out here aware and purposefully, for lack of better terms, infecting others. And I know that this is probably a hard conversation to hear and we didn't expect Christina to come and sit on and talk about this today. But like, I just... this is the reality and like I said I come this is my journal and this is based off of the life that I live and the things that I do so that's something that I did recently and I'm gonna come here and I'm gonna talk about it right so sometimes some people aren't aware and that's where I come and talk about being morally responsible because how can you for me it's fucked up if you're aware and still going about recklessly having sex with people and, and spreading an infection and if you're not aware I think that's something that you should become aware of because if you've, you if you have a moral compass to a certain regard, that's something you would want to address, right, for yourself. I mean, and even before we get to just spreading the infection, like some of these things are are detrimental to your health and could kill you. So I think you would want to just address it for life, for, for the fact that you want to live, right? So that's that. That's the last thing I wanted to talk about within connection to the previous episode, right? I didn't expect to take so many things from the previous episode, but again, I always listen back. And two, I really actually didn't have much that I wanted to come and talk about that occurred in the past two months, even though, like I said, it's been pretty personal. I've been good. It's been hard. I've been good. But like I said, it's been hard and we're just moving forward, right? So that's just that's just based off of the couple things. But the slow it down and the main meat of the matter that we are addressing here tonight.
and again it's kind of like reality tv in a way um my a podcast because all my family members and friends should know by now that again if my life is context and you're you're involved in my life you are involved in my life by extension to a certain extent your life is going to be context too right i because of who i am obviously i have learned to manage that right because it's so funny when when i listen back danny when i listen back to that episode that um danny specifically highlighted i realized i really gave a lot of fucking personal information in that episode that had me like what the fuck christina that had me like um sis (laughs) i was like sis do you not live in fear for your life? I was like, you are very inviting. Um, but again, we've come to know that and we've placed boundaries on that, right? And worked on that naivety. But um, slow it down, slow it down. So essentially, I was having a conversation recently with one of my brothers. I, I think that's how I can do it in terms of keeping the confidentiality agreement that the, the non-existent NDA that I signed. <coughs> But, um, well, hypothetical NDA, I could put it as that. But essentially, I was having a conversation with one of my brothers who was feeling the pressures of life. Some days when you feel like the pressure is on, I keep on praying, hoping someday I'll make it. I don't want to fuck it last name. But I'll never smile again. I think those could be wrong lyrics, though. Anyway, um, I didn't break out in song in a long time, but I say that to see. He was feeling the pressures in life. And he was just telling me about some plans that he had and how he was just feeling about those plans. And I just had to like just listening to him. I don't blame him, but society has weirdly placed on us, whether or not you realize it, the need to having achieved certain things by a certain time. And as I say earlier, I don't have the perspective on age as certain people, as a lot of people, because I don't think the definition of old. Like I keep telling people, you are not going to hear me say that I am old until I'm like 70. I just keep people telling people that if you have no, if you know this, but no, I know I've mentioned this on this podcast before, just about the ideology of how you think is how you're gonna be. So if you're thinking at 28, 30 that you're old, obviously then you're gonna start to experience obviously more things are gonna come into play and it just happen like magic. But I personally believe that's a part of manifesting certain things. So when you start to get certain back problems, all kind of knee problems at like 35 and 10, like what the fuck you expect? Like you've been convincing yourself that you're old anyway since 28. So like if you tell your body you old, like what you think it happened? Like if every day you wake up and tell yourself you old, you old, oh god again, old again, old again, old again, old like you don't think that at some point your body can just be like, alright, we getting old. Like you know what I mean? Like you're essentially having like that conversation every day. But um the ideology that he was just having with the plans and the pressures he was feeling, I was like, yo, society so got people feel like they're so they have to have to have to and i know this sounds cliche this conversation has come up in many ways on many platforms even recently in the past but now y'all really gonna not let life get to fucking you boy there is absolutely no plan and definition about how life is supposed to go for anybody you do not have to achieve or do certain things by any age or any point in time unless you have decided that for your life because that is what you want 
Okay? Like, I really come here to beat y'all. And I, they, and I, not beat y'all. That's, that's very abusive. But, like, I had to... I was hoping... I know, my little brother, they want... Oh, so, now y'all know who it is. But, well, no. No, because I got two little brothers. I'm the eldest still. Ha-ha. <laughs> Safe. Whew. They can't sue me there. Right? But, um... I say that to say... I was... I'm glad that he knows how I am. That he did not take it the wrong way. Because I, I even apologized to him... For if I was coming over a bit harsh, because this is pissed me off. I hate to see when people, because for me, I don't. If there's one, if there is one thing I could talk about with regards to me, though, I never really felt pressure to do anything by a certain time. I think society forced that into me from an early age because I had to repeat fifth form, and then even in UE, I like I had said before, I took a year off, so I was practically essentially behind like a lot of my year groups from early, right. So for me, I learned that lesson early, and my mother assisted me with that. I went, you know what? The the specific one, the specific lessons I had with that, the day that I had to do over fifth form, and some people may call this bad parenting, but that's the motherfucking business. But this is dizzy. That's this the impact I had on me. The day that I learned how to repeat fifth form in secondary school, my mother took me to go and get a snake piercing, and told me and her got a matching piercing. <laughs> we got a matching piercing at the time, right? And I remember that day, that whole day was just about reinforcing for me that I do not have to be worried about what other people are doing because my lesson is my journey. So that's why I can speak about this with conviction because I learned that from early. So honestly, that's never been a battle for me. I've, I've come here and spoken about certain things I don't battle with. And that's never been a battle for me. From early, I knew that is me against the fucking world and me against nobody. Nobody can't come and tell me how to run this Russell race, right? Another... Another lesson that helped me learn that is my friend Gia. Shout out to Gia. She's practically my sister. Um, we met in UE. And I remember her and I having a conversation telling me that people would run your life and walk theirs. Right? Gia is parable queen. But I would, that always stood out to me because that's so fucking true. People will come and run your life and walk theirs. And essentially that me, people will come and tell you all the fuck that they're going to tell you about their, your life and what you should do and this and that and next and third. And don't apply it to theirs, you understand, or don't we don't have the shit that they be telling you to do. So from earlier I realized like, the risk is yours to run. The risk is yours to run. So I will not tell you, oh, you don't gotta achieve being a doctor by 35. Like if that's what you wanna do, go ahead. But do not do that because you think that you have to. Right? I know some people got other external circumstances that might come into play with regards to like parental pressure or like, if you take a loan from the government and you have to put back in your time, you know what I mean? Those are extenuating circumstances. But just, like, because I even have it here in, like, a pyramid in the book. What are some of the things I have here? I have with buying a house, finding a partner, finding a job, and discovering yourself. So, let me start with you buying a house, right? Since I moved back home, obviously, like I had said in the previous episode... The idea was to move back into another apartment because the point was just to have back my own space, right? But since I moved back home, I've realized that that doesn't necessarily have to be the case and I could go about addressing just things differently about the next plans that I have for my life, right? So I realized that I could take my time with that. Also, we are in the most expensive times ever to have existed. Like I want people of my generation to understand that things aren't like they were before, so you can't just go about doing things like it's normal before. Like a lot of things have changed. So the just the mere thing of things like buying a house and finding a place to live and stuff like that 
that's a hard process. That's an expensive motherfucking process, regardless of the way you want to go. Because, you know, you got the way you get a contractor, you build the house from scratch, you buy the land, or you buy the house, and the land has a package, and it's like, like, it's just, it's, it's a lot. And you can take your time figuring that out, if you can. Again, I always try to acknowledge people's extenuating circumstances. Some people might be in an emergency circumstance, and I'm sorry, I don't know how to address that part. But if you bless, blessingly, and do have the opportunity to take your time with that just you know you could take your time and figure that out like there is absolutely no rush though like you know what i mean like there there is no book that says you have to do these things by a certain time finding a partner i know that i feel like it could be a lot of pressure you know what i mean especially with a lot of people again i believe they're getting old whatever this old thing is like, it's really stressful, you know, I got a personal vendetta against the definition of old. Like, me and the word, the, the perspective around old has got it every day. I got war and hands and shots for old, though, real time. Because, anyway, but people did disbelieve, oh, God, again, old, again, that day. Like, so I got to find somebody late. And I think that that's causes to be in a lot of situations that we don't need to be in. Or settle for a lot of things that we don't need to settle for. Just for the mere fact that you think you're getting old. Right? No. No, please. But I can't push my perspective on you. I can't convince you to think how I think. I could just let you know how I think. So for me, no, please. Right? You can take your time. Figure it out. See what you like. See what you don't like. Right, but as again, that's just me. Um, finding a job. I know a lot of people does are feeling a bit lost in where they're at and their career and what they like to do. Um, but how to put this? This one is sticky, solely because people got eat dog. Right at the end, there people got eat. People got eat. So what I will say pertaining to this is if you are genuinely worried about doing something for the rest of your life that you are not quite enjoying at this point in time, do take the time to figure out what it is that you would like to do, right? Where it is that your passion is, where it is that you feel that you would really enjoy being, that you could see yourself waking up daily and doing, and put some energy into that. Obviously, that would also mean weighing some pros and cons seeing what sacrifices that would have to take um the the obviously the benefits and goals that come of it as well and this is not telling everybody to go and be an entrepreneur that's not what i mean i'm not telling you like to go and start a business that's not what that means that's why i specifically said finding whatever you may like to do something that you can see yourself waking up and being happy to do daily that could be different for a lot of people whatever that may be right but i know a lot of people might say that to me and oh just going to start a bit like a lot of people they're there because a lot for a lot of people their goal are personal business ventures but and that again is quite fine but i just wanted to clarify that that does not have to be the avenue for everybody everybody is not an entrepreneur and that is okay personally i don't like i have realized like for me I do think I have entrepreneur like qualities, but I think what I what I was a victim of is turning hobbies into money making ventures. I think that's what it was. Like, a lot of people have hobbies that they like doing, and then they turn it into money making ventures, and then one they either begin to hate it or two it may not necessarily be as successful as they would have initially thought it to have been because 
sometimes it was it's just a hobby. It's something that you like to do, right? Um, that could definitely be turned into a craft, most definitely that you can and a skill. But that would that so then that's what I mean. Take if that's something that you want to do, if it's a hobby that you know want to turn into a craft and a skill, what would that entail? What does that mean? How would you go about doing that, right? So I'm not, when I come here, y'all know I don't like to come here and talk about things like if it's just bread and butter, like you could get up and do it the next day. Y'all know I keep saying that, but it's just, that, that's just the avenue you have to go about, right? That, that's just it. That's just reality. That's just, <laughs> that's just what it is. As simple as, right? Things are not as complex as we like to make them. Things are not always as complex as we like to make them. And coming from me, the complexity queen, uh, like <laughs> things are not as complex as we like to make them, right? So I just I just want people to to really fucking take their time dog like I don't know what the rush is and um the way I was telling him about it too um we don't realize when we have achieved a lot of the things that we were longing for you know and I think that that comes again with the whole push to feel like you have to achieve certain things by a certain time like when you like when was the last time you really sat and gave yourself a pat on the back for achieving a lot of for achieving what you have right now like when was the last time you sat down and acknowledged that the position you are in for a lot of people, because this might not be for everybody, and we will get into those who probably are not in the position they would like to be. And that's what we're talking about, essentially. Like, if you're not in the position you would like to be, we can. there are ways, what What are the steps to getting there, right? So let me get into that. But for the people that have, like, for a second, just if you feel like you've really achieved things, like, really sit down for a second and sit with that and celebrate that. That's the next thing I was telling my little brother, like, Dog, you have knocked at least five of the things off of your list that you wanted to for the past year or even years or from like as long as I know you for until you were a child, you've achieved goals you've wanted to achieve for a child and you ain't even taken a second to acknowledge that dog. And I've been a victim of that. Somebody had to tell me that, so that's something that I can only pass on the knowledge, right? But we're not taking a second to fucking celebrate the victories that we've been trying to, to that we've been trying to achieve for years because it's always on to the next, on to the next, like that's a big deal. Celebrate that. Live in that. Next thing is live. Like, actually live. If there's, like... And I never really always understood it from my parents. Because one thing my parents is fucking do is live. My parents can get up on a fucking plane and go somewhere. Go to a hotel somewhere. Like, my parents does live. Right? And I never always understood it. But get, the older I get, like... We were not put here to work and die. Okay? A lot of us get so caught up again in wanting to achieve these things and going after these goals. We do not live. We do not experience life. And that is not what we're here for. Do not, please do not get caught up in that. So that's the next thing I was telling him. I was like, dog, go up in a little dinner. Go up in a flight. See the world. Save your money to do that. Pay, like pay off a thing that you know what I mean like pay off saying first you know what I mean celebrate yourself celebrate your victories celebrate the things that you have and and then we could you know then we I'm not saying not have goals not have targets and not be driven but again advice I was given to me like set like take a second to celebrate where you are for me the biggest thing was that was my job like Two years in and it like no really hitting me that like I live in the dream that I've been working so hard for 
I used to tell people daily, like, this is what I went to school for, you know. This is what the long nights and the crying, crying through exams and, like, <laughs> study groups. and but Like, I, you know what I mean? This is what all of that was for. All of that struggle, like, this is what all of that was for. And it's only now, like I said, two years in my job, now that he really started to sell into that. And I don't know if it's like you don't realize it or like what you're trying to say to y'all know is like you just have to make yourself realize it. You just purposely have to intentionally celebrate it. Because you know what? And this is what has been my biggest issue with human beings on the whole. We are we become so naturally wired to dwell and highlight the negative in life, but we are not equally holistically driven to highlight the positive like naturally naturally we're not because think of it this way if you had to lose a job the amount of sadness and effort and like not pity but the way you would feel about that right we would like no i'm talking about intentionally having to celebrate that like when you get a new job do you equally put emotion the same amount of for lack of better terms effort into celebrating that right i know i know i don't know if it's explaining it in a good way but just just the willingness to celebrate and be happy for yourself or even be happy for others i find we've got put more effort into intentionally doing it but it's more it's naturally easier to dwell in the negative and I really would like that to change for people. It's something that I've been working on changing for myself for a long time. Um, but it's a naturally happy, giddy-headed-ass person. And it's delusional this Russell, right? I keep telling I realize that for myself early. Right? I delusional this kind. <clears throat> so I I live in a very happy space a lot. I live very in a very grateful space. But um, I just... It's just... <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. It's just a few people, and I don't know if this is a regurgitated podcast, just in a different a regurgitated episode, just in a different form. But like I said, I got personal vendetta with this ideology that you're getting old, so you gotta do certain things by a certain time, dog. And I'm working on not making it a projection onto other people because I have. It's really cost me a lot in certain friendships and stuff. But nah, then a pressure like this. That pressure is invisible, invisible. Like no that. That bar that you think you have to achieve and set for anybody should not be set for no should not be set by anybody but yourself. But yourself, you set the standard for your life. You set the bar for your life. You set the pace for your race. You set the goals and the rate at which they're attainable for yourself. Because people are quick to run your life and what theirs. Your life is yours to live. Your life is yours to live. This is your process. I cannot reiterate that anymore. I cannot see that any harder, made that any stronger. I cannot do anything more but say, I don't want to scream in the phone at this point, <laughs> right? But you, this is your race, your pace. You decide. Don't mind the other runners. Do not mind the other runners. This is that the, Their pace is not yours to mind. Don't mind that. Everybody's journey is different. Some people run faster than others. That is okay. Some people run slower than others. Some people don't run at all. 
some people walk, crawl, some people don't even move. And that's their purpose. And when they say don't even move, it's not even late towards a goal or whatever late. For instance, right? And I like <laughs> you the incredible remember in the Incredibles, it's really fucking cool a lot of animation here. But anyway, in the Incredibles, you remember when um Miss Incredible has to go into my office, I really talk about it to let everybody's watch cartoons like I do. Anyway, you remember when Miss Incredible has to go into my office and the man was regurgitating the speech about the clock, but the whole the company is like a, a well rounded clock. And each each piece in the clock has its purpose. Like, I really believe each and everything in this life has its purpose. And each and every per- person has its purpose, whatever that purpose may be. And even if you think about the ideology of a race, you have the runners. You got the body that start the race. You got the people that stay the times. You got the people that give water on the side. You got the people that pat the sweat off the people. You got the photographers. You got the supporters. You got the medics. Right, you got like everybody, technical team, staff, janitors, people's cleaning after. Like, you have everybody that has a purpose to make this event successful, to make the race successful, and that's their purpose, right? If everybody wanted to run, who can give water? Who can start the race? If everybody can start like, who can start the race? Who can say go? You understand? And I think what's happened is that like some people that were essentially made to be people that start the race does get caught up in seeing runners and get confused as to why when they start running, they're not running like runners. They're not winning races and being Usain Bolt's. It's because your purpose was to start the race. You are supposed to be the best race starter. You're supposed to catch the people that are cheating and, and want fault, start and all kind of kind. You know what I mean? And I know this might sound like cotton, but I really hope y'all overstanding with me here, dog. I really hope that y'all overstanding with me here, dog. Big man thing, because they're trying to preach to you, niggas, dog. Everybody was not made to run. And that is okay. Find what your purpose is. Find what you like to do. Find what you feel like you were made to do. And you can know. I know that my again I I I really try to come is come here and make everything sound like it's butter. Oh yeah, man, just get up and find your purpose in me. Tomorrow morning, eight o'clock. Rise with the morning sun and find your purpose. Go and be great. Like no. I know that's not the case. I know that it's not that easy. But I just come at least to plant seeds. Jesus Christ, at least I could do is plant a seed, call blind. <laughs> a fucking seed. You know what I mean? Because I believe in me and I believe in you too. Right? I just want all of us to win. I, I picked that up from um, somebody that I saw within the past two months recently, actually. Like, I really studied that, though. Like, the idea of God before everybody to win. Everybody to win. Right? Everybody make it successful. And we could all do that by finding our purpose. So, shit, this should be named Finding Our Purpose, yes? But no, nah, not really. I can keep it out slow down. I can tie that up with it. Like, because I got, like, yeah, I was going to say five minutes left. But essentially, nah, slow it down, dog. Slow it down. There is no... It's so funny. I could still put the ideology to rest. But now, nah, holistically, though, like, there is no pressure. Slow it down. Figure out what's the next step and the solution to what it is that you want to do. Right? And, and go from there. Right? I think the people get a little outside, but um, just even if the next step is just figuring it out and seeing what steps have to be taken to achieve that. Right? 
seeing what steps can be taken to achieve that. All right. I think that me there though. I think that me there. I think that me there for true. I gone from cuts. <laughs> I just trying. I just trying to the truth. It has not been the best of month, like I said, but I just trying. I can be here again. Um, I know we trying for monthly, but naturally it seems at least every two months for sure. I get let two months possible being here. So y'all know the regular. I really hope y'all keep going though. I missed it all. I missed it all. Even if it's if, if it's a hard two months for you too. If you're still gonna shoot tough times too late, just hold firm. Just hold firm. The least we could do is take a day at time, Chief. <laughs> you know what I mean? A day at time for real. But I appreciate your energy again if you're a first time listener. Listening all the way down, listening to you full time. You dogs telling me get the fuck out of here too. Um first time listener, long time listener. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys, and you will always, 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 always hear me. I can come back and find my way back. It's be itching at this point. It's come like an itch. It's come like an itch. It's just Christ, Christina. It's Christ. <laughs> it's come like an itch. All right, but hold firm. Take your time. And um, here we go, friend here. All right, so I can see you guys next time. Bye.